Good morning, good morning, good morning, Virginie. It's Friday. I love what you just wrote. It's Friday. Well, today, Virginie from France. I don't know how the weather is there, but I'm just excited to go to France. Alexandra is in the house. I was watching her. That was the other one that didn't show up yet. Okay. Um, I'm excited to go. I think one of the first places I'm going to take the plane to is Paris. That's going to be one of the first places. I'm really excited to start traveling again. Cancun for the for our multi-level marketing should be in November in the first week. Who's who's qualified for Cancun? Those on Zoom. Do I have anybody in Cancun? Why, Marie-Pierre? We're going to have so much fun. So welcome to our podcast, The Millionaire of the Diamonds. A lot of people have been asking me, so while I haven't explained why the millionaire of the diamonds. So when my parents immigrated to Canada in the late 1960s, my mom had joined a multi-level marketing in 1970, which was Tupperware. And she had called her business Les Millionaires, the millionaires, because she crossed 5,000 kilometers to become multi-millionaire because she comes from very, very poor beginnings. And my mom was the one to break the chains of poverty. Later on in 1983, I joined the same multi-level marketing and I named my company Les Diamants, the diamonds. And then there's this, this, this thought in my mind, oh, we should do a podcast with everything we've learned over all these years in multi-level marketing. Now that my children are older, I have an example with my children. I have an example with my, my marriage and I've been married to Mohammed for over 30, 30 years, blah, blah, blah. I think we could have a podcast that has a lot to share and say, okay, what are we going to call it? What are we going to call it? And there's one rule for me that's very important. Always honor the people where we come from and have contributed to where we are today. So that's why we called it the podcast, The Millionaire of the Diamonds. Ah! Okay, thought I'd explain it to you. Where the, the vision, the vision is to build 1,000 millionaires coming out of the podcast, The Millionaires of the Diamonds across Canada. Now, what do I, when I say millionaires, this is what I mean, debt-free, mortgage-free, but th that you guys make so much money, so much money that you're helping your community, you're helping people in need, you're actually participating financially to the embitterment of our country. Amen. I feel like a preacher this morning. So when it comes to the podcast, I've been in multi-level marketing for 38 years. Now I understand why. The same people that have been in my same multi-level marketing business for as long as I have been, Marika, if not longer, because there's some of them that have been in this business longer than me. With the subject of yesterday and today, I understand the difference why I am where I am and why they are not where I am. <laughs> Is that properly said in English? Laura, I think it works. I got teachers here. God, I'm going to judge my English. doesn't matter. I don't care. I said to Melanie Miller, do you know, Melanie, when I write there, I still don't know when, if I do E before I or I before. And she starts laughing. And I go, look at me. I'm worth more than you and you have a doctorate's degree. <laughs> She's my best friend. So I always fool around like that with her. But jokingly aside, don't let your education, don't let where you come from, don't let, you know, who your parents were 
define where you're going. What's important here, what Stephen Covey says, so we're in the book of the seven habits of highly effective people with Stephen Covey. Stephen Covey is a world-renowned uh, teacher, teacher. First and foremost, he's a teacher. And then he became of obviously an author because he has a doctorate's degree. And his, his book that has completely changed CEOs of companies and entrepreneurs is the book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. What he basically says is this. If you don't work on your inside and you work only on your outside, sooner or later, you'll go back to where you began. So he, he splits it up into seven habits. Seven habits, one, two, and three is what he calls the private victories, the inside job. So if I don't get it right inside first, I can't work on habits four, five, and six, which are, which are the public victories. Now, Monique, you're with me in my Tupperware business. You see, you, right now you're having wonderful public victories, you know, being number one in attendance or recruiting or whatever, but those are public victories. They won't last, Monique, if habits one, two, and three aren't solid, which is the inside job. And this is where we're at today. We're in habit number two. It's a very long segment. It's called begin with the end in mind. You know, we started that the end in mind begins first with a vision of what I want and then the plan of action to getting that vision, you know, and we move forward. Now we're in the, um, the center. So yesterday we covered uh, a general overview. If my center is right, then where I get my power from, where I get my wisdom from, where I get my guidance from, and where I get my security from is solid. I, I will never doubt myself. But if my center is wrong, then I can't have a real mission statement. So we're, we've been working for the last three podcasts on how do I finally write my mission statement so no matter what, is thrown at me, I'm able to avoid it because my mission statement is clear. So in my multi-level marketing business yesterday, and, and, and Monique, I'm going to cover it right away with you because you're going to have to cover it tonight. People like um, Sylvain Lalonde, who's been now in Tupperware, and you all know him for those that are in my business, who's been in, in my business now for over 14 years. Why? Has he not quit while many, many of his colleagues that began at the same time of his, as, of, as him have quit? Because they didn't have a mission statement. You see, my mission to help out families save time, money, and eat healthier. Because North America is full of people with diabetes, heart disease, obesity, and I can go on and on and on. I know that the key to healthy living is cooking yourself. So I'm very passionate about that. So when something is thrown my way, a change of program, when something is thrown my way, somebody I thought I was going to promote director and they don't come through, when something, you know, when something is thrown my way that the company changes compensation plan, me, Annie Marchand, Sylvain, all the ones earning right now, all the ones that are multimillionaire in my company, we never quit because our mission was clear. Our center in our market-level marketing business was clear, helping one family at a time regain control and providing an extra income for those joining our opportunity. So if I would have quit, like many of them have quit, it's because their center wasn't right. 
Now you're going to learn <clears throat> with me between today and Marie-Pierre and next week that we can have more than one center. So I have like a center for my business and I have actually it's the same center actually makes it. Anyways, you'll get it as we go along. So today, basically what I want to do with you is assess what is your real center right now? 99% of the people don't have the correct center. Okay. Stephen Covey says it, but without having read his, his chapter, I would have told you that. I know because I work with thousands of people and I know that the main reason they don't succeed is because their center is wrong. So what does this mean? Okay. So each of us has a center and that center we have chosen has an effect on every aspect of our lives. Let's take a look at uh, several centers or core paradigms people typically have. This way we will better understand where our sense of wisdom comes from, our sense of security comes from, our sense of guidance comes from, and our sense of power. So therefore, I can better understand my life and why what is happening to me is happening to me, right? Now remember, we are working on the right personal mission. Habit number two is, 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 is part one, the end in mind, and in the end in mind, you have to have a personal mission statement. This is what's going to anchor you when things don't go the right way. So to take control of our life, Kavi recommends a personal mission statement. This personal mission statement serves to define how we will act and what contribute, contributions we will make. So one of the centers they have is spouse-centered. Like everything revolves around their wife or their husband. And you're going to you're gonna be here with me and you say, well, that's important, Maria. Y yes, it is. But be careful that it's not the center. Well, what do you mean? Well, because now I become emotionally dependent, which means what? Which means that if Mohammed is not in a good mood, it's going to affect me. If Mohammed is not successful, it's going to affect me. Uh, if I need to do something to get to my next level, well, I'm kind of waiting for his approval. So it becomes a very toxic relationship when you're centered, when your, your center is your spouse. I was telling my daughter, oh, she, oh, she doesn't listen to the podcast. I was telling my daughter who just broke up with her, her, her boyfriend or whatever. I said, it's because your center was your boyfriend. So what happens is your security, now come back to the four, your wisdom, your security, your guidance, your power came from him. You allowed him to give you power. So if he didn't give you power, it didn't work. So you need to analyze today. Is my center my spouse? Because if it is, very clearly, I will put it wrong. You will be dependent on his or her emotional state. And that's what, where you're pulling out your power, your guidance, your wisdom, your security. It can't happen. Another typical center of most women, they say, my family, my family, my family, my family, my family. You know, putting family first is important for me. Now, I can speak out of example because my children now are 25, 27, and 29. And for those that know me very well, we're so close that they actually are still breathing my oxygen. Okay. But my family was never my center. 
My security didn't come from my tradition. What happened when I introduced Mohammed to Adelina and Michelangelo, my parents? Well, my parents were family-centered. I, when I introduced Mohammed, who wasn't Italian, all of a sudden, I, I, I challenged their sense of security. Oh, my God, my daughter is bringing somebody that's not called Joe. He's not Catholic, and he doesn't eat macaronis and Italian sausage. What are we going to do? Security for them came from this family traditions, family reputation. We're the Marianos. What's the name like Mohammed? What are people going to say? You see? And I also live this with my husband because my husband, I, you know, I'm working on him. You know, family, family. But between my three kids, the ones I was more able personally to harness their, 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 their self-worth was Ham, my youngest and, and my oldest, whereas Nadia was more clinging to her dad. So what this happens is there's, there's a, lot of, uh, a lot of things that are based on emotions. So it's like a conditional love and not an unconditional love when it comes to your children. It's like, if you don't do it my way, then get out of here and you're threatening them. Mm, that's what happens when your 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 base your center is family. So you're gonna have to now say, you know, the the objectives this morning is trying to understand what is your center. Another one I want to cover is money center. So people that are centered with money, making money, making money, making money, and all their sense of security comes from there. So that means what, Monique? You're no longer number one in Tupperware. All of a sudden, you feel worthless. Are you kidding me? I remember one standing up on a stage with, in front of thousands of people, and I said to them, you know, this year hasn't been a good year for Lady Emma. We're not growing. But I still am who I am because my center is not my work. It's not about making money. It, like, whether or not we were in an increase, it did not remove my value. So... Is your center coming from making money? Because it's very dangerous. If you lose your job, it, you become very anxious. You become de defensive. You, you, your self-worth diminishes. Now you start lacking confidence, even self-esteem. Okay? And the way you're going to behave is going to affect the rest of your life. And, and the last one I really want to cover a little bit more deeply is work-centered. You know, workaholics. They sacrifice their health, their relationship. And I know a lot of you that follow me say, well, you work all the time. No, I buy time. <laughs> I buy time. What does that mean? It is so clear in my, my mind what's important to me that for all the rest, I buy time so I can put that time most people spend cleaning their house. I buy time. I hire somebody. So now I have let's say an extra 10 hours a week. Now I choose to put it in traveling. I'll choose to put it with Mohammed. I'll choose to put it working. See, I buy time. That's why you're under the impression I work all the time. But I'm not, I'm not a workaholic. I'm a high achiever, but I'm not a workaholic. I, I know where to draw the line. I don't sacrifice my health. Every year in the month of February, I go get my annual checkup. I'm very disciplined. You know, my dentist, like I'm very, I won't sacrifice my health. My mother died with cancer. My husband had a bone marrow transplant. There's no way I can enjoy life if I don't take care of my health. Like I tell my friend, stop smoking, become a, a, a good health, you good health, like drink less. Some of my friends are drinking every day. What are you doing? What are you doing? It's not healthy. It's not healthy. You know, then you're going to get diabetes. Like, you know, 
this here will have a trickle effect on all others' aspect, and you become very, very vulnerable. You're going to have mood swings. You know, you won't have pleasure. You won't have uh, friends that are high energy. You know, this is so, so important. And then there's a few more, eh, Marie-Pierre, that they were talking about. Those that are possession-centered, that means that they have to wear Gucci, they have to have a Prada, they have to have a, a Porsche. Like, and, and their conversation starts with, I just bought a new Porsche. Instead of just saying, I bought a car. So, you know, you have those possession centers. Then you have those people that their center is pleasure. Pleasure. They're watching TV all the time. They're going, they're, you know, uh, they're going skiing. They're going hiking. Like everything is around pleasure. But what happens to getting the job done? Like how many people do I know that they've been skiing all weekend and yet their house is a bordello? I think that's pretty much bilingual, right? I, I mean, you, it, it's, it's not balanced. Other people, is, their entire center is friends. Like when my daughter was going out with her boyfriend, you know, his cent, her center was him. His center was his friends. So he was with my daughter when he wasn't with his friends. Are you guys getting it? Okay. And, and I say to my people, to my people I, I, I mentor and I coach, I said, when I got married, when I got married, you know, my center was never my friends. And how many people get married and still continue behaving like teenagers, going out every Friday night? Other people, how about those that have the center being church? Like they give everything to the church, all their time to the church, and they're neglecting their children. I've seen that, and probably a lot of you have seen that. They're giving money to the church, and yet their hydro is not paid. So there's many, many examples. So Marie-Pierre is going to help us identify what is really our center? So that as we work together next Thursday and next Friday, we're going to be able to establish the right center and then finalize with our mission statement. Because we want to go from here to there and not do this in our life. Bang, 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 bang. We don't want that. We want it to be like a staircase a never-ending staircase, and reminding ourselves that the sky is only the beginning. But I got to cross you over to the other side. All right. So take it away, Marie-Pierre. Thank you. So yes, I'm Marie-Pierre. I'm 30 years old. I've been in the MLM for seven years now. So before I start with the, the center, I want you to uh, share the podcast if you haven't shared yet. So make sure to share the podcast because we have that vision to build a thousand millionaire and we need your help to build that community to, to always level up. So make sure to share the podcast everywhere and the, to have people on the group because that's the contest we have this week so when you add two members on the group you uh, you will be in the draw for a new book on self-development so thank you for sharing and adding people on the group so if we go in the subject of today the altern alternative center so yes i will ask you some question to see uh, where are you uh, for each of these centers that Maria just covered? So for each of these centers, I want you to evaluate yourself. Is it one to ten for you? So one, it's not me at all, or ten, oh, I recognize myself in that. So <laughs> from one to ten. So are you marriage center? So is your feeling 
of security is based on the way your spouses treat you. So from one to 10, are you marriage-centered? So one being? Not at all. Not at all? Okay, one. It's not me. I don't recognize myself in that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one. Per <laughs> Number two, are you a family-centered? So is your security is founded on family acceptance and fulfilling family expectation? Is the family reputation is really important for you? So from one to 10, where are you for family center? The next one is money center. So from one to 10, where do you see yourself? And that it's your center money. So is your personal worth is determined by your net worth? Is your decision making is based on profit. So from one to 10, where do you see yourself on money center? The next one is work center. So from one to 10, one, it's not you at all. <laughs> and then it's really you. <laughs> so work center, do you make your decision based on the needs and expectation of your work? Do you tend to define yourself by occupational role? So from one to 10, are you work-centered? I see your eyes, Maria. <laughs> no, I, I, you know what? It, it's simply because I, I'm going through my head. No, 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 no. So I'm, I'm looking forward to working with all of you the right center. And then you're going to understand that all this is an automatic accomplishment because yes, money is important, but it's just security, but not my center. Yes, family is important, but it's just where my wisdom does, you know, it, it gives me my wisdom. Like I go see my dad, but it's not my center because otherwise I wouldn't have married Mohammed, right? You have no idea that story, how it, how it boiled down when I introduced Mohammed to Michelangelo. Just in the same sentence, those names kind of don't match, you know? So I'm, I'm just smiling because mm -hmm. I'm going, oh, my God. Okay, go on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the next one is possession center. So is your security is based on your reputation? Is your security is based on your social status? Is your security is based on the things you possess? So are you... Position center from one to 10, where do you see yourself? The next one is pleasure center. So from one to 10, where do you see yourself? <laughs> so do you feel secure only when you're on a pleasure high? Yeah. Do you see the world in terms of, of what's in it for me? So from one to 10, where do you see yourself? For pleasure center. The next one is are you friend centered? So is your uh, are you dependent on the opinion of others around you? Is your decision making criteria is what will they think? So from one to ten, where do you see yourself uh, on the friend center?
or maybe are you an enemy centered? <laughs> so, do you have someone that is always in your mind? Like Maria always say, there's someone um, who's living in your head rent free. <laughs> that is always there, that you always think, and you make your decision based on what will frustrate your enemy. So, from one to 10, where do you see yourself uh, on the enemy centered? The next one, are you church-centered? So uh, your secrecy is based on church activity and the esteem in which you are held by those in authority or influence in the church. Do you see your power uh, that comes from your church position or role? So from one to 10, where do you see yourself for the church-centered? And the last one, are you self-centered? Is your judgment criteria are if it feels good or what I want, what I need, what's in it for me? Do I feel like so, it? Da, da, da. Yeah. Me, 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 me. Wasn't there a song? <laughs> me, 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 me. Yes. So from one to ten, where do you see yourself uh, on the self-centered? So it will help you, yes, to see. Maybe you have a lot, it's 10, and maybe you have a lot that it's one or zero. <laughs> so now next week we'll cover to help you find the great center that you need to have. And you will see that, yes, it's some of all these center, but you will see next week that it all comes from one center. But maybe now when you look at those centers, you see yourself in each of them. It's okay too. Next week, we'll, you will understand more what is it to have a great center. Who, who wants to be with me with a great center? So we never doubt anything, any decision. This is where we're taking you, you know, from, from great to greater, from great to greater. And I laughed yesterday because it had been a while that Sylvain Lalonde hadn't joined us on uh, the pod beam in French. He joined us and I laughed because he wrote in the comments, he goes, it sounds Chinese to me. I said, well, it's been a long time you haven't read a personal development book. Like, it's, you've got to be intentional. Otherwise, these words sound Chinese. And it's not Chinese. My, my future depends on being absolutely clear where my center is coming from. Because I want a high degree of security. I want, I want a high degree of guidance, of wisdom. And power. Who wants all those four? I want all those four. But the only way I can have that is by having the right center. And now I'm empowering proactivity. And now I'm congruent with what I say and what I do. And only when I'm equal in every field of my life do I have absolute harmony and peace of mind. Nothing takes more than a split second to take care of. I'll give you an example before we close off. So uh, the stuff I'm selling out of the studio because we no longer need a studio. So the oven, somebody's offering us whatever amount of money for the oven. So I call Mohammed and I say, because he's more, you know, he's got all these centers, by the way. You know what I'm going to do is he doesn't listen to my podcast. I'm going to do him his own podcast. So I say, so I have a buyer for the oven and he starts. 
Yeah, but ta 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 ta. And after three seconds, I said, okay, we won't sell it. And it kind of bothered him that I, I didn't engage into uh, telling him, yeah, we have to sell it. I said, okay, we won't sell it. Well, what do you mean we won't sell it? I go, well, what do you mean? What do I mean that I have a buyer that wants to give you this much money? He goes, oh, you. I said, what? Life is too simple with me, sweetie. I don't engage. I don't engage in non-productive conversation. I love him too much to make the center the oven that I want to sell and he doesn't want to sell. Is that going to be the center? Hello. So once you get it, you understand where you don't go and where you're supposed to go. Because a lot of times we're removing a lot of energy from ourselves because we're not in the right center. And yesterday, Marika, we could have made that oven a center. You don't do that. Anyways, I'm so excited to work with you on this because I'm working with you. But in reality, I'm doing it again for myself to raise my leadership to the next level. So analyze this weekend. Be very, very, very honest with yourself. Nobody's going to see what's, what you're writing on the paper. And seriously, ask yourself, why Am I not where I would have been, where I would have loved to be by the age I'm at now? You know, debt-free, mortgage-free, living the life of dreams and doing exactly what you enjoy doing all the time. So you don't do these silly posts on Facebook. Thank God it's Friday. Anybody writing on Facebook, on Instagram, woohoo, it's Friday. You don't have the right center because when you have the right center, every day is Friday. Every day is Friday. Like there is no difference. Every day is fantastic. Okay, guys, we love you. We love you. God willing, we'll see each other next week. Bye-bye, everyone. Monique, talk to you later.